Hello, and welcome to episode 39, no, episode 40 of the Mid-Off Cricket uh, Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Mid-Off because by midway through, or perhaps even earlier, you'll probably want to switch off. <laughs> I'm your host, Ross. Let me talk about the studios first of all. I'm sitting here as it's a little showery rains overcast, 15 degrees on a cold, chilly 1st of April. And where are the rest of the crew? Thailand. Hey, Phuket. Very good. The boy from the wrong side of the tracks come good. Welcome, David. Hello, Ross. Great to mate. Uh, yeah. Really excited to see what's probably going to be the best podcast we've ever had. I was yeah. going to say, uh, it was a tried and true formula, and for whatever reason, I decided to step away from that, and it went as well as a train going off its tracks. Hmm. the price. Yeah. <laughs> a man had said Dave Warner modelled his game on. Hello, Michael. Hello, Jess. Australia's number one bison fan and our guru. Welcome, Alex. And Master Twitter, what I guys. Oh, yeah. That was our Master Yeah, it's always good at debating, Alex. Uh, today, <laughs> I'm in the Aaron Finch Studios and the rest of the crew in the Steve O'Keefe Studios. This is a Big Bug production brought to you by our Platinum Partners for 2017. <laughs> New finished car wash. The once a year car polish. Turn off. C-O-R-P-E-R-T <laughs> in Australia, Renault Infinity, Sublaki Hut, and the number E. Don't forget our Patreon and Kickstarter campaigns. Give that we may record better. First up... Hey, Ross. Yes. Quickly, Ross. Yes. Just before we move on to our normal segment, I just wanted to explain how uh, Mick, I, and Alex got here uh, mm. to this trip. Mm. So, um, Mick and I were first class, obviously, on the answer to Australia Airlines. Yes. Yep. Uh, how did you get here, Alex? Uh, I travelled by Collins Class Submarine. Oh, wait. You really get to appease our sponsors. Yeah. 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 Uh, I have to travel at least somewhere in the city of Collins Class Submarine. It's all about how good it was. It was fantastic. That good soda. And it was really fucking loud. Yeah. Did, who was the captain? Was it a Scottish Russian bloke? <laughs> you... Yes. Yeah, so oh, my. Okay. We were hunting the red October. Oh, right. Uh, South yeah. China Sea is known for a lot of its um, submariner activity, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Look out. Yes. Um, well, first of all, it's national team talk. And while you guys... I don't know how this worked out, but while you guys were... Um, have been sunning it up in Thailand, um, choosing all manner of novelty drinks on the, your um, end-of-season mid-off cricket podcast cricket trip. I spent four days hiking and camping around Lake Eildon. So I, oh, how's yeah. that, Ross? Yeah, I love the smell of two-stroke in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, oh, it was great. I, I can't think of two more diverse things to do, to be honest. I mean, <laughs> I'll put it this way. I think Eildon would have peaked in the early 90s, would have been at peak time, and it's just sort of fizzling out very slowly. Okay. Mm. The 1890s? Yes, yes. That too. I don't think that the uh, drought was kind to it. I think people probably moved on to doing other things and never went back. Yeah. Anyway, that's enough about um, shithole places in the state of Victoria. Let's get on to <laughs> the state of Australian cricket. National team talk. So we lost the series to India 2-1 in the end. Yes. And that last test um, just could not... Yeah, well, bad. We started so well, 1 for 130 at lunch on day one, and yeah. then just slipped away. That second session was dire. I think it was 6 for 80 or something we lost in that second session. And really, Steve O'Keefe made 100 and Wade made a 50, and we were all out for 300, and 300 on the dot. Um, Steve O'Keefe didn't make 100, mate. Steve Smith on that. Steve Smith. I've got to say, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. Uh, but when you think about it, they lost the two tests and they did lose. 
Yes, that is true. Oh, there's positives to take out of it, but considering we won the first test, then the last three tests weren't great. Yeah, no, um, yeah, 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 uh, you, definitely got, you definitely got a Watto son in one test as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, interesting to note, that I'm not sure what was worse. Was the fourth test loss worse or the second test loss worse? What was the second test loss? Well, we lost shitload the first innings. Yeah, we, made, we yes. lost 7 for 11, chasing only like 200 to win or something like that. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah, that was worse. Well, that would have... Um, we retained the um, Border Gavaska. So yeah, I think the second test loan was worse. Yep. As um, Leon turns on the fan in the studio, he's turned that off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just not quite required. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, that's so, yes. Do you think Australia should have mixed up its um, bowling at any stage? Should be. I thought they probably could have played three seamers in that last test. Yes, because that pitch was suited to that. I also thought perhaps yeah. they could have just like the, the, the spinners were getting a bit toothless by the end. I thought they, you know, sort of worked out what Steve O'Keefe was about. He had the surprise factor in the first. Couple of tests, yeah, yeah. So maybe they could have just. Got, you're not bowling badly. We just want them. They've never seen Agar. Let's or they've never seen Schwepson. Let's Schwepson, <laughs> whatever his name is, Schwep of Essence. Let's yeah, just hit him as a bit of a surprise factor. Yeah, I don't know. That's a huge risk. But even the fact that they picked the big shot because he can bowl a little bit of spin, but didn't bowl it. Yeah. So I think Smith's just really. Like, he's one of these guys who just believes in four bowls, I think. Yeah. yeah. They'll keep giving him an all-rounder. They'll keep giving him a fifth bowler. And he'll just use him a little bit and just won't use him. Just, does that have faith in him? Probably just keep one up playing games in the third season. Yeah. 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 Standard procedure now. He plays a match. Go for a scan, yeah. mate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's, got a he's got a membership at the. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, he kept like vigil around yeah. the printout. He's got a membership at the Sydney Ultrasound Centre. Uh, Oh, yeah. He's got all the cards in his desk. Yeah. Every test scans through. Yeah, that's it. We have to. Yeah. It was interesting that... Yeah, that's all right. The third test... Now, the theory, Steve O'Keefe, they bowled 200 overs, and each of the bowlers bowled... What did they bowl? 40 overs each or something. The four bowlers. More. There's interesting theory that... That's the test they drew because Hanscom smash batted for a long time together. Yeah. Yeah. By bowling the four bowlers, they didn't give India quick runs, so then India had to bat longer to get to their declaration, yeah. which meant Australia didn't have to save the test for as long. Like, it's an interesting theory. Um, it's strange. You usually see even just a two overs to say a David wanted to buy a wicket. You know, the surprise one, yeah. the surprise factor. Um, none of that. Is, like, even if he it, went for 12 runs off two overs, it's not a long-term thing. It's only two overs. Anyway, yeah, that's yeah, what he did. Yeah. Mm. But it's an interesting theory when Stockwell's going and he'll fly him over anyway, so they're mm. relatively quick runs. Yeah, but imagine what Warner would go at. He's going fine. But he's only going to bowl two overs. If he goes for eight and over, he's just going to go right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't get a win. If he bowls ten, then it's yeah. an issue. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. 
Um, look, overall, I think that has to be like, well, we're not scared of playing in India anymore. When they played at different yeah. venues, they've never been to, and they handled it generally too yeah. well, and they still had those collapses. But it, from before it started, we were predicting every test to be you know, collapses of five for zero and stuff like that. Yeah. And it didn't happen. But it was good getting the faces, the order to change their own tactics against us. Because the turning deck didn't really give them an advantage. Yeah, that's right. Our soft underbelly seems to be medium now. Yes. All we know is that they'll come out to Australia next to be absolutely polar. Oh, they will be shitheads. And they don't, but they don't seem to care. No. Yeah, no. Don't, not trust by it. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, uh, basically, yeah, I don't care. I guess the players... Oh, the players might, yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah. 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 Totally cares. Yes, that is true. Because they want to keep themselves a brain here, really cares. Yeah, I was a pop clear on his side. Yeah. Oh, dude. You know He is great. I love him because he's such an antagonist. Like yeah, he's in, a, he's in a, the you know he follows after he's better than Sarah Ganguly. Ganguly was a real pain. Antagonist, he's antagonist. He's, but he's taken it to another level. He's taken it to Coley level. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. You also taken it to another level, Ross. Oh no, I don't. Uh, Aaron Finch. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Jeremy Shields. Oh right, I thought you were going to say the um the person who took it to another level was the Shield Player of the Year, Chad Sayers. Yes, 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 that would have been better. I didn't know what you were doing. I was waiting for you to put the word Chad Sayers in, but you didn't, so I had to do it for you. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I have a question about that, Ross. Mm. So Chad Sayers won Shield Player of the Year. Yes. So what the fuck did Shield Player of the Year Alan Border member up then? Oh, no, it's a known. domestic priority. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Uh, so that's why Cam White won it, because it included Wine.com. Like uh, last year, yeah, yeah. Well, shut my mouth. Yeah. So it's a weird round about white. Yes, Chad says he took sixty-two wickets in ten matches. So he missed. Oh. Yeah, he missed one of South Australia's Shield games. I think pre-Christmas, with being twelfth man for Australia. Yes. And he also, didn't he also not bowl in the innings because they thought he was going to India and they sent Cummins and South Australia sat him out for the innings? Something, yeah. I don't know yeah. if it, he missed the entire innings or just part of it, but yes, that's okay. true. So he's a bit unlucky because they played in the Shield final and the two players ahead of him, 68 wickets to Colin Miller and 65 wickets to Sean Tate, they both played 11 matches because they played the 10 and the okay. final. Uh, so, uh, so he only played ten. So yeah, he, he if he played count. yeah if he played the full eleven that is available, he might have got the most wickets ever. Anyway, yeah. he he also won the Lord Hampton Trophy. You'll be able to tell <laughs> right. me what you'll be able to tell me what that is, Alex. Uh, I'm guessing it's the Saka Player of the Year. It is. <laughs> yeah, yes. Lord Hampton. And he also won the shut up. He also won the prestigious Neil Dancing Medal. Is that best partner? I don't know. It doesn't say what it is. Bowling average award. I don't know. Maybe it's for the uh, player of the year. Because the Lord Hampton's for the Shield player of the year. Maybe it's a oh, Australian yes. player uh, of the year. Yeah, yeah. Yes. All right. So then there was uh, this the Shield voting Shield Player of the Year. It's a three-two-one, uh, very similar to the Camborgus medal. Yeah. So Sayers got sixteen votes to finish ahead of Western Australian all-rounder Hank Cartwright. Oh yeah. 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 He had a good post-Christmas, Hank. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ed Cowan and Chris Tremaine yeah. all got 14 votes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. 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 Ye
Uh, Tasmanian captain George Bailey was fifth with 13 votes. Yeah, the most likes on Instagram, though, for showing his ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the Kim Kardashian medal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, very true. Okay. So, I see the final, Ross. I think it was uh, maybe Aaron Fitch, but don't quite come out and said before the game started. Hasn't been too many draws this year, so um, I don't think the final will be a draw. And then he batted a session for 38 runs or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wow. Uh, what else? Oh, state cricket, like it's, it's like the time of year for state cricket. There's all the award nights, you know, they roll out the red yeah. carpet. Um, Hank Cartwright won the WA Gong for Best Player, Top Gongs at their yep. respective State Awards Nights. Um, Victoria's Best Player, John Holland. Yeah. And he took 50 wickets. So very impressive after, there. After the, at the start of the year, we're out to take the ball and three wickets in an innings. Twice. Yeah, yeah. Years, yeah. Years, yeah. Years, yeah. I think he heard Tip say that, and he thought, righto, yeah. you, oh, no, I'll no, show no. you. The same war theory. Yeah. <laughs> I said he had bad body language. Now he has body language. Body language is amazing. I said it while he was playing. And he heard it. Yeah. We've touched briefly now on the Shield final. The Cricket Australia have said that it will remain at least for next season, so that's good. I do yeah. like it. It's good. I mean, there's a few too many draws, but um, no one's really come up with a, an alternative that I've heard of that um, doesn't promote that. Uh, a, a pitch, perhaps, that doesn't allow you to bat forever? That would be one thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that'd be nice. Anyway. Uh, I see... Wait, there was no... Uh, Nick no, no, because there's no concrete gutters at <laughs> Traeger yeah. Park, you know. <laughs> <laughs> there's no concrete full stop. Yeah. 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 Um, it was good to see the patron saint of groundskeeping, Les Burdett, was involved in the preparation of the Traeger Park pitch. Oh, was he consulted? He was consulted, yes. yes. Consultant, someone who travels further to work than you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky uh, Kevin Mitchell Jr. wasn't involved, or would just probably everyone get fucked. I've got to get this set up for the little ass on Saturday. You can all go and get <laughs> Uh, uh, so we'll just run quickly through what happened in the Shield final. Vic's uh, batted first, and they're known for 250 or something. And Marcus Harris made a ton, and Travis Dean made 90 odd. There are some other scores along the way. Uh, Seb Gotch and James Pattinson had a big partnership where they batted for 65 overs for about 130 runs, which was brilliant, just what the game needed. Some boring cricket. Yeah. Um, Pat yeah. made um, 80 odd, 80 exactly, 80 not out, I think, off um, about 200 balls. And similar for Gotch, he made a half ton. South Australia were pretty crap in reply. Alex Carey made some runs. Uh, the big one to note was, of course, that um, Chad Tays took 7 for 84 in the first innings. And then was it John Holland took a 7 for 80 in return? I think it yes. Was. Yep. Yeah. So it was a real seven off there. They had them at sixes and sevens. <laughs> uh, Vic's second innings was nothing to write home about, except that um, Dan Christian batted nice and slowly as well. <laughs> really just grounded. Did he go about eight yards, yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Plenty of balls. And then the one note of interest in South Australia's second innings was that Travis Head made 130 off 170 balls. In yeah. A, at one stage, they were like, Five for 160, maybe? Mm-hmm. And he just walked up his 100. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. So he, he was dominating. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he didn't raise his helmet. No. He's just like, no. We lost or drawn. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, shows, that shows real ticker. That shows that it's hurting him more than it's hurting anyone else. That's right. Yeah. 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 The lawyers once he got back in the room, he just sat in the corner with his helmet on his head down and went to all that. Yeah. 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 And he actually, when they did the presentation on the ground, he had to be carried out there by his teammates, and he still had his hand <laughs> and with his bat in his hand. They couldn't, they couldn't ungrip his hand from the bat. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I heard he just grabbed it and threw it on the ground. It didn't take any. In the feet. I just heard this metal. 
<laughs> so the Vic's got a three-peat, historic. First time Victoria's ever done that. And Cameron White called time on his captaincy career as a Victorian. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah right. Can someone call time on it three years ago? Well, he's saying Hanscom. White said that Hanscom is the obvious choice, and Hanscom yeah, obviously yes will play for the Vancouver Australia all the time. So is the captain of the yes. Well, I take yeah. his point as in he doesn't want to be the nominated captain, so nominate yeah. someone else. And I, he, I think he said later on that he's happy to stand in if required. Um, yeah. So it looks like he'll just keep doing it. <laughs> Hanscom will be the yeah. nominated <laughs> captain. <laughs> You gave me a fucking heart attack there, Mick. I said, Tim Payne? My heart exploded. I think he's moving to Victoria to do some job for Kookaburra or something. Yeah, he's going Well, I might have to follow South Australia if that happens. It's quite yeah. a mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, stuff for reason to get out of One of Yeah, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But Seb Gotch made a couple of half centuries there, so yeah. looks like he could be a bit of a player. Yeah. Just some quick stats about most shut up the most Sheffield Shield um, matches as captain. So uh, yes. Cameron White is yeah, just yeah, slow down, fine. slow down. Okay. Sorry. Right. The most Sheffield Shield matches is captain. Cameron White is now up to fourth. He's captain Victoria 76 times. Shit. So ahead of him is Dirk Wellen on 77, David Hooks on 78, and Ian Chappell's favourite, Les Favell, on 80 matches. So if Cam White did step in, even just for some matches next season, he'd probably go to the most Shield matches as captain because he's only four behind the top there. Yeah. Yeah. And most Sheffield Shield wins as captain. Cameron White's on top now. He's overtaken Stuart Law. He's on 38 wins from 76 matches, which is pretty good, 50%, considering how many players you can have in cricket. Yeah. So it's an impressive record. It is very impressive. Mm. What, how old was he when he first captained? Uh, 22, I think. 21? 21? Yeah. Yep. Yes. Uh, 2003-2004, well. he was a 20 years old. He became Victoria's youngest ever skipper. Mm. Yeah. 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 So it's quite amazing. And he's still getting mm. done. And he's had trops. And he's been playing Futures League last year and come back from it. He's got some, um, you know, this strength and resilience to him. Which is impressive. Yeah, looks fun. Yeah. Yes. But it's not drop when Victoria and Victoria are in a weird shit with all the older players and we're getting Yeah. 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 I think they did sort of reach a point there, though, the Vicks, where you sort of go, like, you've got all players and I know this what Shield Creek is about, but, and people say, oh, well, if they're good, if young players are good enough, they'll get a game. But I did feel yeah. like at one point, they're like, this whole top six was blokes over 30 or over 28. And it was a bit like, come on, you know. Yeah. Just yeah. 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 So they had like the whole top six were, there was no younger players in there. So, but you know, they've sort of over the last two seasons worked in blokes like Travis Dean and Marcus Harris and, you know, some Seb Gotch as well or, that so yeah and and Hanscom going out yeah, they're sort of it's better balance I think for what they should be doing mm. but anyway yeah. there you go well, I, think it's still silly to drop money I, I agree players. I agree it's well. yeah yeah it's true but um, yeah. you gotta have an eye to the future a little bit just getting rid of Bobby Corn he hasn't done much for years yeah. well mm. he's one of the only three players in playing all three him Farwood and this one DC yeah DC ah uh, right yep. Yeah, fair enough. 
Yes, well, he he came in pretty much because Hanscom went out. That's the only way he got yeah. in the team. Mm. Yeah. And Maxwell as well. So a couple of spots opened up. Yeah. All right, it's um, it wrapped up the uh, Shield season. We look forward to next Shield season. Um, can't wait for the fixtures to come out. It should be about so usually 30th of July. So we just start the countdown now for that. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, yep. And also say, why yep. didn't they come out the day the BBL fixtures come out? Why was it staggered? Yeah, just some, just got to have something to win out. Keep your life having meaning. Yep. <laughs> we moved now. Like a well-oiled machine, it's over to Alex <laughs> for a wrap for the Premier Cricket Final. All right, so I'll win it, fellas. Uh, I'll give you a quick one now. This is just off the top of my head. absolutely no preparation for this podcast. I have no idea. Melbourne Uni went quite well. Yeah, Melbourne Uni is that it's so much better that they had to let me know that they weren't playing. Yeah, they were playing. They were playing. Yeah, yeah. It's and the Kiwi upset the old uh, female fraternity. Oh, yeah. We yeah. like to join. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, Junction Oval, not as a rule, but it, Junction Oval is out of action, so maybe that's why. Um, okay. oh, yeah, I'm okay. not sure if it's always at the Junction. I can't recall now. Mm. Uh, anyway. how, how did our man Andrew Hart of the Kent's head go? Just to ask that. Um, not that great. I think he only made like the thirty or something. Oh, okay. So I'll take that. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. Yeah, no gloves. Yeah. We're all going to be all over the other way, but I'm going to face because they only had glasses. 
That is grassroots. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, so back to back. Yes, back to back. Yep. The back to back. Yep. So big celebrations out at Trams. Oh, yeah, they were. Yeah. 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 Brian, Brian Dawson was a drinky strawberry milk by the way. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, there was a few stories going around about the big luck. Yeah. Trent Dawson, who uh, apparently at tea breaks, he always has a bucket of divvies and a Coke. Has zero like hydration, has a no quarters, has a can of Coke and a bucket of divvies. <laughs> And also, he kept out a free gear by the truckload. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. Because the guys the commentators would interview players from other clubs and just come in and then just talk. Yeah. There was lots of trip walk stories. So he's like he's gone to the Mark Cosgrove School of Nutrition. Yeah. Zero fucks. Yeah. Just carries an awful lot of the day. Although, he did give you a lot more. And you should have seen the streaming numbers drop. It went from three oh, to yeah. two. Yeah. Doris. All right, thank you for that insightful wrap-up of Premier Cricket. Of course, New South Wales, um, great cricket. Uh, they're up to, I think, the final this weekend because they just go longer and harder, don't they? And they've got five crackers. Oh, yeah, they keep going. No such thing as stopping. All right, let's go over now to Mick for a made-up match report. Mm-hmm. Alrighty, so, uh, so for the newest installment of Mate at Matthew Court, I ventured to Sunny Phuket to catch the grand final of the Thailand and District Cricket Association. <laughs> so the TDCA is a 14 T20 comp featuring Pattaya Pingpongers, the Phuket Sharks, our grand finals, the Bangkok Superboarders, and later leaders, the, pa- the Patong Beach Colts. Colts. Fucking Colts. Everywhere I go, some genius has copied and pasted the Colts career cult. <laughs> Alright, so as, uh, as the mate of Matthew Paul went international, I decided to extend my travel party to include fellow podcasters David and Alex. So as the three was born in a tuk-tuk to make our way to the Patong Beach International Sports Stadium, we were very impressed by the ingenuity of the Thai people. Who knew you could build a stadium with bamboo and cable ties? As we exited the vehicle, Alex could be overheard saying, Jeez, this took to crowd up. <laughs> Alex, it was four dollars and he didn't even pay. <laughs> but we put these differences of economy aside and settled in to watch the 43rd, 43rd annual Thailand District Cricket Association Grand Final. As we entered the stadium, we approached a young spectator. We asked, Excuse me, lady, boy, there is a great crowd here. Who won the toss? Her reply that I would have to buy a massage to get a toss left me slightly confused as we walked away. But I could tell from the pink and blue polka dot helmets that the superboarders were batting. David Alex and I were expecting big runs due to the fact the ground shared the same dimensions as the postage stamp. And we were not disappointed with Bangkok openers Lenny the Lady Boykin and English import Sunny Byrne looks like it hurts Harrison. Clearing the fence regularly to get Bangkok to 0 for 80 off their first 10 overs. Before Patang Beach off spinner Choi Chu goes to try and Choi. Bold Sunny Harrison for 52. The remainder of the Superboarder barely gave it out as Chu Choi kicked out 4 for 13 and fellow off spinner Carlos Santana Tong took 3 for 26. The Superbooters were dismissed for 121, meaning the Tom Beach Colts would need 122 for victory. As Bangkok's skipper, Bai Tuk Tuk Tai, brought the boys together, he began to saying, We've got them, boys, and we've got to get them. And they've got to get them. Eight down the case from home, and they're still trying to this bullshit. So as the Superbooters took up their viewing positions, the crowd grew deathly quiet. And as the Baton Beach opens emerged from the dressing rooms, the place exploded like a back, backyard meth lab. 
Well, I think that's exactly what Kevin Mitchell Jr. said. You can run the whole prison life like a football club, past, present, and uh, future in yeah. that piece of Because then, like, Jonathan Brown's looking on the couch going, well, you wouldn't even let us on the ground before 5 o'clock when training was scheduled to have a kick. Yeah. Oh, fuck off, cunt. <laughs> what about when they have to move the shield file to fucking Darwin? Yeah. Because yeah. we can't use the FCG yeah. here. Yeah. Which is the Melbourne cricket ground. Yes. Or the Gabba is the Brisbane cricket ground. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yes, only Subiaco is not. Anyway, yeah. uh, it just it's just like, jeez, you've just got your head up your own insular ass, don't you? If you can't yeah, see the bigger yeah. picture of ground use and availability, Kevin Mitchell Jr. can do whatever the fuck he wants between October and um, yeah. And March and and yeah, you know, so the other thing is, like such a big club, motor and money those grand finals and right. How do they have like, like a training ground? Yeah, yeah, there's like a grass area. Yeah, I agree completely. Not uh, they do have a training venue at Cooperoo or something. Not to talk too much about yeah. AFL, but uh, just use it's a cricket ground for six months of the year. Get over it and. The yeah. MCG is not a training venue. No one trains on the MCG because it's a yeah. sporting venue, not a training venue. So maybe nah. you could get over that because that's pretty standard. That grounds around the world, whatever they're for, they're not training venues. They're playing venues. But just, just because yeah. you've got yeah, a little ground in a little town called Brisbane that you do actually train on occasionally, get over it. All right. <laughs> Something hit my desk during the week, and this uh, caused a bit of a stir, a bit of a kerfuffle. I actually tend to agree with it. The word Chinaman to describe left-arm Oh, yes. Hmm. Uh, Andrew Wu from the Sydney Morning Herald, who's a cricket journalist, raised it and said he said it's not a big deal, but I prefer it wasn't used because Chinaman is sort of a derogatory, well, not sort of, was used in a derogatory way to describe Chinese people in the past. Yes. So, you know, he said it's a bit out of date, not really relevant. Why don't we just all call it left arm wrist spin? I thought it was pretty reasonable, but he got a lot of hate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It is a small point, but... Um, but it's, it, in, the, in, the, in the grand scheme of the world's problems, it's probably down the bottom of the yes, list. But yes, he did, he, yeah, did, he did say that. He did say that. It's a small point, yeah, but, yeah. but why don't we all just move what's on? Next, what's next? We can't call them ducks because ducks are good food and, you know, that's a derogatory term for someone out of one half zero, but ducks taste good, so you should call it ducks. He's reasonably loved well, yeah, to, to me it's like, yeah, okay, great response to that, okay. We don't need to say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that's... There's tradition, but it is... It, what didn't it start literally as a derogatory term that day? I thought it would be... No, it didn't start as, like, what, some West Indian guy went to left arm, just, you know, he's a little Chinese, and the guy was Chinese, he's older. Yes, his name is Ah Chong, or surname is Ah Chong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where it comes from. Yeah, that's where it comes from. Yeah. Well, is that a left arm on this panel? I think we should change it, scrap it. Well, you could just say, what is what is he bowl? Oh, he brought he bowls hog because he's yeah, left. Yeah, you don't need true. to say left arm then, because yeah. 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 He bowls brackens or he bowls hoggies? Okay. Yeah, that's it. We solved the problem. Yeah, done. Right. We move on to even bigger yeah, problems. Next problem. Yeah. Yeah, next problem. <laughs> All over it. Sledgehammer subtle too. Okay. We move on now. We're having a... Because the Australian domestic season is wrapped up and it's the, the month of April has dawned. Uh, the county championship. 
the greatest uh, domestic cricket competition in the world gets underway on the 7th of April, so in just six days' time. So have a quick run-through of the Australians involved. George Bailey is playing for Hampshire uh, from... May 19, so he's um, going to miss the first little bit of the season. Going to have a little rest up. Going to go on a bit of a jump. Oh, wash out. Yes. So he just you do it off the No. Oh, maybe. Yeah, it could be. I don't know. Don't think so. Adam Voges is going back to Middlesex, so he'll be there for all 13 championship matches and eight one-day matches. Hmm. So that's quite a, a large program for him. Adam Finch is returning to Surrey. And, yeah, he'll be there for June, July, while Kumar Sangakara is at the Caribbean Premier League. He'll also be part of the T20 squad. Moises Enriquez, uh, he's, he's going back to Surrey for the T20 after he um, smashed his jaw in a fielding accident there two years ago. So oh, yeah. Hopefully he um, survives this time a little bit better. Pete Hanson. family ass. <laughs> right. Um, Pete Hanscom previously played for Gloucester, who are um, uh, perennial shitfish. So he's off now to Yorkshire, who are a little bit better. Um, the coach, Andrew Gale, has said that he'll probably bat at number three and could even keep a little bit. So that's interesting. Hello. Travis Heads, Yorkshire's T20 player. Um, it was a no brainer to bring Travis back, Gale said. So there you go. Division 2, Gloucester, Michael Klinger. Uh, he's got a yeah. new three-year deal he signed with Gloucester. Uh, which yes, is, yeah, which is based around the city of Bristol. Uh, you real Yeah, real half a step away from um, concrete and carpet. To be honest. Oh, I'll step away from Could be, could be, yeah. Um, so uh, he's just playing white ball stuff, and um, he might play some county championship depending on how they're going. But basically, he's playing white ball. Yeah. Uh, was. Oh, I thought he was more of a long form guy. Oh, just because he's old. Yeah, that's ah, okay. Just have a rest, buddy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Cam Bancroft's going back, and he's going... Um, he, they're sort of doing a waxing and waning, a wax on, wax off, Klinger and Bancroft. So Bancroft's going okay. there mainly to play red ball, and um, he'll play white ball games on a match-by-match -match basis, and Klinger's doing the opposite. He's doing the yin to his yang. Yeah, um, I have no idea why, but anyway, works for them. Andrew Sutton ties back at Gloucester again for T20 cricket. So real WA flavour to the... Uh, uh, West Country uh, County. Leicester, as we heard last time, Mark uh, Fatty Cosgrove's back there. And Clint Mackay is in the final year of his three-year deal with Leicester. So yeah. there go. Yep, just been playing a bit of great cricket for Essendon, perfect preparation to play <laughs> second division county <laughs> cricket, I'd say. Uh, James Paddinson, big dumb paddo, is going to Nottinghamshire. In Division yeah, Two, I know the lady Yeah, he's replacing the injured Peter Siddle, and Nottinghamshire County Hospital have already set up his um, uh, frequency <laughs> for the um, ultrasound machine. Yeah. Yes. Oh, he loves a good nail gun. Yeah, loves being on the tools. Love being out on site. Yeah. Yeah. With his dog. Oh, he's, he's just going to be man. As I go around the county, he's going to replace the pickets in the fence. Oh, he's now going. Good one. <laughs> All right. Uh, Dan Christian is once again back at Knotts for the T20 Bonanza. That is the NatWest Big Bash or NatWest Flash in the Pan. I can't remember what it's called. Angry DC. Yeah, Big DC. He's going to smash up a couple of change rooms, apparently. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Hastings. Big John Hastings. He's... Patella tendon surgery has been a success, and he's off to the no. Ciderman. Yes, the Ciderman at Worcester. The Ciderman, you know, apple what? cider. Mm, that's what they're yeah, yeah. Name, yeah. Yep, he's going to play at New Road. <laughs> <laughs> he's a ground that faces the wrong direction and frequently gets flooded. 
They just oh, they did. In fact, there's a church at one end of the ground, and it's quite a large church. Yeah, it's quite a large church. And unfortunately, the bell got flooded. So it's known as the bell. Here's the other end. This bell, but it's rock hard. So it's the rock hard bell. Moving on. Right. It's a funny thing with Sydney Cricket. There were two two grounds in the last oh, 10 years that their pitches, yeah. their, their block, I think it's called a block of pitches. Tick Madzu will correct me if I get it wrong. Their no, block. Square. Yeah, no, I don't think it's called a square. I think he always says it's not square. square. No, it's called a block, I'm pretty sure. Anyway, All let's, right. move on. let's move on. Um, so the block should run north-south, like we discussed all the Indian grounds. They've got the north end and the south end. Right? Yeah. So your your pitches should run north south and not east west or any other direction, you know, not even north east or south. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, north or west is uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's pushing the boundaries, but it's probably okay. So anyway, these yeah. grounds that are county grounds have been played county cricket on for over a hundred years, their pitches yeah. were you know, say north east to south west, or not exactly east west, but also not exactly north south. And, yeah, and only so in the last the ten, the corner of the eye, yes, you know. yes, there were times when yeah. they had to stop the game because of the setting sun, and oh, only in the last, that. only in the last ten years did they rotate the block, say forty-eight degrees or fifty-seven degrees or whatever it took, yeah. or ninety-one degrees, or eighty-five degrees, to make it run north-south. I think that's amazing. Yes. I can't believe that they would play for that long. With an yeah. issue, and you know, not have it fixed in say the 60s or the 80s or something. How it got through to the 2000s and they fixed it then is yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. From from my you know time in learning to you do pull up the block or square as you will every like say 20 years or something. Yes. Actually, put new turf down because yes. it just just get dead eventually. So like there was that. Yeah, multiple times. Yes. To actually, yeah, yeah. you don't want to have extra expense, or a block or a square, if you will, for no reason. But, mm. yeah, when you have to, because the pitch is there. Yeah. yeah. So, do it properly. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, good. It's surprising. <laughs> there you go. I think they all run north south now. So, that's good news for all those Australians who are going over there to play. They won't get the sun yeah. in their eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, moving now into international cricket, uh, England have decided, the ECB, that they will have a T20 competition similar to the Big Bash, and it's going to be called some shit, I don't know. And they're going to have eight... Is it the NatWest Blast? Oh, that's it. Um, yeah. No, they're going to keep the NatWest Blast with the 18 counties. Then they're going to have another okay. competition with eight city-based yeah. franchises. That's what? Going to run, yes. That's going to run over their peak summertime, which is July, August. I don't believe so, but I think that name is in, like, they've done a bit of a workshop and they've whiteboarded a few names. I think it's on the whiteboard somewhere. With a big red X through it, never to be used. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's not really great promotion. It also because they're going to have after the Nabworth finger blast, they're going to have the KFC finger looking good big bash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have plumbed new depth. Of depression. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. So that is undecided yet, and it's undecided which right. cities they're going to be. Um, I believe the probably the well, yeah, yeah probably get a couple, if not three. They might play at the Olympic Stadium. Uh, it's unclear. There's other the other big cities in England are Birmingham's a million people. It's number two, and then you're looking at probably Nottingham and uh, oh, I can't think beyond that. Leeds, uh, Liverpool, Leeds. So was, um, yeah, yeah. So I saw a video online. It's like the Yorkshire or the Essex or one of the one of the like um, 
presidents in the group are basically coming out going, oh, we're totally opposed to this, you know, it's not right, unless we're involved, but, you know, but, unless we're involved. They went this whole rant of why it's no good in the end, but unless we're involved, then we're fully prepared to support it. Right. Yeah, they just want to take additional support. Yeah. The best kind of support. We have two T20 competitions. Oh, well, the thing is, to fit in all the comps they've got, they only have the three, county four-day games, 50 over one-day games and T20. Yeah. Yeah. Then what they're going to do, so they're going to have the two T20 comps, one after another, and whilst the eight city-based franchises with overseas players are playing their T20 comp, they're going to have, at that same time, the 18 counties are going to continue and play their 50 over comp. Wow, that's <laughs> a lot of yeah, Oh, yeah. So imagine some of the jippers that are going to play the 50-over comp. If you take, yeah. <laughs> you know, four players out of each of the 18 to make the eight. Uh, yeah. yeah. So then what are the plans for, like, the season after that? Are they going to introduce, like, a 40-over one-day comp? Well, <laughs> they, like, two years after that, they're going to introduce T10. And, yeah, like, well, just, they, they did have a 40-over comp yeah. for many years. They did have a 40 over comp, which they only got rid of in about 2011. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, interesting times. There's a lot of wailing and gnashing of teeth. Uh, I'm not sure why they don't just, um, I don't know, be bold. I mean, they created T20 cricket. It's hard to see how you can yeah. just keep stuffing it. Yeah, yeah. And just bloated it, and it used to be a compact three-week thing. Now they've spread across the whole season, and yeah. I don't know. They still try in England to get crowds in the ground to their games, whereas in Australia we don't really like it's all domestic cricket. Whereas in Australia we've given up trying, other than T20, yeah. and they're not even our yeah. traditional domestic teams. But there's another big debate going on in England about there's no cricket on free-to-air television in England, and so they're trying to see if they could get some of this new T20 comp onto free-to-air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, big issue for them to sort out. Um, yeah, really dumb not to have it on free-to-air TV. It just makes it elitist, but, um, yeah. That's the way yeah. Right. Uh, so, South Africa, yeah, South Africa continue their tour of New Zealand. There was a bit of a damp squib the last test there, so I think uh, that's all over. And yeah, they won the series out of it, didn't they? Yes, they did. Yeah, he won. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. The New Zealanders were all over it and then they got washed out. Yeah. Okay. Fuck them. Interesting. They're going to play tests now in New Zealand. Yes, I know. Late in the season, isn't it? But uh, all these um, series are wrapping up because the IPL starts in about eight days' time. Yeah. Mm, Very exciting. So Smith stayed in India, obviously, to get place for the rising... Rising Pune Super Giants, who I read during the week have changed their name. Oh, again? Yes, so they were, last season they were the Rising Pune Super Giants. And this season they are the Rising Pune Super Giant. Ah, no less. No less. So it's not the Rising Pune Morning Ward. <laughs> Johnson. Mm, yeah. Johnson. <laughs> we'll talk about it next episode. Yeah, we'll save our IPL stuff for then. I'm just giving a little sizzle, a little bit of a taster of what's to come. The interesting thing is that all these sort of international tours are wrapping up just in time for all the players to jet off and um, not have a holiday because they don't need it to actually go and play more cricket, except for the West Indies v Pakistan series, which has just started, and will go the whole duration. I guess you can look at that two weeks. Pakistan have to play some, like, is there ever going to be invited to the IPL? That's it. Yeah, a lot of us didn't invite Smith and Aaron play out there. No, that's quite So it's two sides of the coin there, isn't it? None of the Pakistan players ever get bought in the IPL auction, even bother nominating anymore, so they might as well go and play a test match. And the West yeah. Indies have basically given up on trying to retain any players, so they just might as well have a test series then. That's so right. Pakistan versus the West Indies. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. 
Yes, well, that's a comprehensive wrap of international cricket. I just wanted to share with you a quote from the Worcester Director of Cricket, Steve Rhodes, about John Hastings. Uh, quote, he is a really competitive character on the field, but a champion of a bloke in the dressing room. End quote. Ah, uh, yeah. the chance. Oh, yeah. Blankets. Yep, oh, mainly. Yeah. Um, wraps up other blokes' cricket bats and give it to him on his birthday. Stuff like that shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's a real fucking prankster. That duke. <laughs> well, uh, that's a wrap. As we clock out at 59 minutes and 56 seconds, it's the most uh, punctual oh, we've ever been. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll get you back in a fortnight. It'll be a special Good Friday episode, I believe. See what we can do. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, until now, it's uh, bye and thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. bye.